Good morning, Blog Talk listeners. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in on this Saturday, April 30th. Um, the first quarter is gone. We are well into the second quarter of the year. It's bright and sunny, and I am here again with you on this Saturday to talk to you about things that matter most to your wallet. I'm your host, S.E., and some things I want to go over with you. Um, last couple of months, I've been talking about credit, and I'm going to really get more into that. I had an interesting conversation with the gentleman this week, and he really is the wave of the future, what is out there, what is needed for all small businesses, and we just have to work out the logistics to get him on the air. I know you've been hearing me talk to you about this time and time again, but I promise you, once he comes on and you have a chance to interact with him, and I'm hoping he will become a friend of the show where we can have him on on a regular, you are not going to want to miss that interview or those series of interviews. And I encourage you to get your pen and pads together, uh, come up with any questions you might have for our guest. His name is Mr. Heath Kellerman. Heath Kellerman. Heath is with the Business Credit Masters. And... Remember, I don't bring you anything that I don't participate in myself. If I don't believe in it, I'm not going to bring it to you because it's very important that I put out accurate and up-to-date information for my listening audience. Um, I want to thank you for sending in sending in some of your requests and concerns and congratulatories through the emails this week. I really do appreciate it. And some of you, I'm going to be calling on you um, to have you as a guest on the show as we move forward in some of the things that we're looking at doing here in the very near future. Um, the book, The Negotiating Experience, it is now in print. It, well, it's at the printer. Let me change that. It's now at the printer. All of the final edits and everything have been done. Thank you for your support in, in helping me get this thing off the ground. Uh, this week, I've been doing a lot of research, a lot of research. I had not had time to do much else, but looking at credit unions around the country, and I, I'm really I'm really stoked about this credit union movement and putting some fire in the engine to get it get it make it a national a national deal, um, put even more effort behind it. So I really do thank you, and more to that will be coming out. More to you will be coming out about the credit. And I'm probably not going to be on the air next week. Um, I'm actually heading out of town. It's Mother's Day weekend, and, of course, uh, those of you who know me know that I'm from Mississippi. And a little thing about Mississippi that you may not know, uh, things are a little slower in Mississippi say, to the tune of 20 to 25 years slower than they are now. So I'm saying that to say, Internet may not be, and I'm not kicking the entire state of Mississippi, <laughs> but where my mother lives, Internet internet is kind of a rare, a rare item. Um, there's still a lot of dial-up there, so I wouldn't be able to give you a good show uh, while I'm there for Mother's Day. So I'm going to, you know, wish you all, all of the mothers, 
um, have that, you know, happiest and warmest mother day, Mother's Day on the planet and know that you are loved. So that's for next week. This week, um, my heart goes out to uh, the families of those who lost their lives. I think that the total now is about 328 out of seven states from the tornadoes or the tornadic activity that happened this week in Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina. Um, and it's, but these are, you know, this is, this is Mother Nature at its best. It's this time of year. So the best thing that we can do is be proactive. And proactive is something that I'm really going to discuss, uh, not just about life and saving our lives, but being proactive about our conditions in our lives. Uh, this week, if you have if you have noticed, I talked about gold about three weeks ago on the show and uh, yeah, invest in precious metals. Do whatever you need to do by land, by precious metals, because the dollar value is falling. It's falling like a lead balloon. Well, the dollar is declining even more, and this week, gold futures. The precious metal of gold futures for the month of June. We're still in April, but for the month of June, it's predicted that gold would be $1,545 per ounce. Let me make sure that I'm telling you that right. But that is a lot of money for a precious metal. Exactly. $1,545.90 an ounce for the precious metal. And that's for gold futures for the month of June. Buy gold. Buy palladium. Buy platinum. Buy silver. Buy something. Our dollar value is dropping. Uh, giants like Walmart. Walmart CEO said this week that the shoppers are running out of money. Shoppers are running out of money because Walmart clientele customers are normally customers who live paycheck to paycheck. And with gas prices being on the continual rise, it's hurting the pockets of the day-to-day -day shoppers, which means do I buy gas or do I put food on my table? Well, I need to buy gas because I have to get to work, but if I do that, then I can't buy the things that I need. So we're coming down to the brass tax of things. And this is where proactiveness comes into the picture. You do not want to be caught behind a power curve. A lot of things are happening now, and if you pay attention to them, you will be able to handle the future better as it rolls along. Um, now, let's talk about the dollar value for a second and why it's declining. Now, you got you know Wall Street. I was reading an article from Money News, moneynews.com, where Walmart, I mean, I'm sorry, Walmart, Wall Street, North Washington, you know, these guys don't seem to be losing much sleep as the dollar is slipping into its all-time lows. But, you know, uh, maybe they're not losing any sleep, but we should. I was talking to a very dear friend of mine this week, and she was talking about some of her investments and was hoping that she had her investments in the right instruments. 
And my thing to her was this. You may not want to hear this, but it doesn't matter if you have your money, your dollars, in the right investment instruments or not. It doesn't matter. When the dollar value goes low and consumer confidence falls off, as well as confidence confidence around the world uh, based on our dollar, your dollar is going to lose even more money and eventually become worthless. So you can have it in, in, in an instrument that's bringing in 25% per annum, but if the dollar is worthless, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So look at putting your dollar into something that's going to be more proactive for yourself. Gas prices are not going down. And that was one of the things that the president talked about uh, a couple of weeks ago was, you know, uh, getting an investigation together. Uh, you know, they love to do investigations. Investigating into what? That's reactive. We are a reactive nation. You're doing an investigation into prospecting, futures, um, people forecasting. Well, the gold price, the, um, the gold, the gas price is not just going up because of speculation. True, that has a big part in it. It plays a major role in uh, the price of crude. But that's not the main reason that it's going up. The main reason that it's going up is fear. Countries around the world are basing their currency up against the U.S. dollar. And when the U.S. dollar falls so low, that confidence goes away. Once that confidence goes away, our dollar value drops. The prices will rise for things in U.S. dollars and U.S. currency, but the value behind it will drop. I'm no economist, but I'm smart enough to see what is happening around me, and I know how to count, and I know that uh, I can't buy what I used to buy, and it's getting even worse day by day, not year by year. We're talking about the gas prices this year. I mean, we're just on the 30th day of April. And the gas prices have gone up nearly a dollar this year. They're not going to stop. Now they're predicting, they are predicting that by September, our gas prices will be $6 per gallon. Now, I don't know when you plan to stop driving, but when it gets to $6 per gallon, I'm done. I am hoping to relocate to a place where everything is within a two-mile radius. I'm a cyclist. And you know what? Riding a bike is nice and healthy. I don't mind riding to the store and picking up my milk instead of driving to save gas. Because this is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And um, I'm almost feeling like the lady that I talked about a couple of weeks ago. Who, who's going to help us? Nobody's going to help us. We have to help ourselves. So, you know, I'm going to put out that call to if we want to go national with this and make this thing a a two-day camp, a two- or three-day campaign where no one buys. Um, if we don't take a proactive route, our gas prices are not going to go down. If we don't take a proactive route, our dollar is going to continue to decline. And... You talk about the rich getting real richer and the poor getting poor? No. We're all going to be in the same boat. It's like a reset button is going to be pushed. And once that reset button is pushed, if you have a billion dollars 
and is worthless, and I have $20 and is worthless, we're all the same. We're all the same. So this is not just affecting the, the, the little man. It's affecting every man, every man and woman in the U.S. This is affecting them. And until we make some type of changes, we're going to continue to suffer. Listen, I'd love to hear from you this morning. Uh, give me a call, 347-637-1008. That's 347-637-1008. We'd love to talk to you about some of these things that are going on around the country and see how we can come together as a unified front to make some things happen. Um, I want to give a shout-out to a faithful listener, uh, and I didn't know until this week, but he is he is a member of Grow Financial uh, here in Florida. Now, Grow Financial is, is one of the larger credit unions in the Tampa Bay area, and this man, Randall, um, he's a member of it. So I'm hoping to interact with Randall here on the radio and talk about talk about the negotiating experience once he once the book is actually at grow, which is the printer's telling me about mid May. Mid May the book should be there and we should be in operations and those of you who are listeners who are uh members of Grow, you should be getting your copy and if you don't get your copy, contact one of your local branches, get with the branch manager and let them know that you need your copy of your book, and because it, 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 I really want you to have it. I really want you to have it in hand. I want you to see it, experience it, and definitely not venture onto a car dealership without having it in your possession. Um, which reminds me, let's talk about let's talk about cars for just a minute. Um, if you notice, we live in a very delicate delicate and fragile society, uh, world, if you will. And any little thing can happen, can upset the balance. Now, our hearts went out to all of the people in Japan when the earthquake hit and the tsunami killed, you know, upwards of 30,000 people. Our hearts went out. Now our pockets are going out, not just in donation, but our pockets are going out because there is now becoming a demand problem for parts. So, you know, cars, just about all makes and models out there, they have parts from all over the country, all over the world in it. So you may be driving what you deem is an American-made vehicle, but that American-made vehicle has Japanese parts in it. So... If they can't do what they need to do there to create parts, then it's going to cause a supply problem here in this country and around the world. So the prices for cars are actually they're coming down from what I've been seeing. The prices are coming down and but it but it creates it creates a a bit of a problem because even though the prices are coming down uh, the demand is going to go up. Okay, we're in this cyclical, cyclical uh, uh, form that we have to have a vehicle. We have to do things. We really don't have that luxury of well, you know what? I don't want to do it, so I'm not going to do it. No, you have to have a car. 
to get around. Now, you can try to make things a little easier on yourself, but those of you who drive back and forth to work, um, that's going to be, those are things that you need to be proactive about and looking at. And we would love to say write your congressman, but um, <laughs> let me tell you this. I officially became a Floridian this week. And <laughs> during that, the lady said, you know, well, you can register to vote here. I can go ahead and get everything set for you. And do you, would, would you like to register? And I sighed for a minute. I said, well, how, do I have to do it now? She said, no, but, you know, it's more convenient. So I said, okay, no problem. I'll go ahead and do it. And she said, well, what party affiliation? And I paused. What party affiliation? I said, do I have to choose one of those parties? And she said, well, no, you don't. You can have a no party affiliation. Well, for the first time in my adult life, since I was able to vote, I am now a registered independent because I have no faith in either party. I have no faith in any of those clowns that calls themselves politicians because it's all smoked and mirrors. It's all a big game. And yes, I I am pushing the envelope by calling them clowns because it I, listen, I'm a political science major and I understand politics. I understand it to the nth degree. I've studied politics. I've studied world politics. But what is happening in this country with our political leadership, and that's from your far-right Republican, and, I, and remember, I don't normally talk politics, but I can't get away from this one. That goes from, you know, for your far-right Republican to your centrist, all the way to those far-left-wing Democrats, I have a problem with all of them. All of them should be booted out of office and we should hit a reset button. Because when you're talking about giving tax breaks to multi-billion dollar corporations when we are suffering the way that we are, but you're also talking about helping out every person that's not willing to stand up and help themselves I have a big problem with that. I have a problem with it across the board. Yes, I think we should have health care for everyone. And if you really think about it, if you really, really think about it, not having health care costs more money than having health care. Because you can do some preventative things. But on the other side of that, not having health care is going to make everybody pay more. Because when you're ill or you're sick, you're going to the doctor if you have to go to the hospital. And any doctor who has taken an oath should not refuse anybody health care. So I think that should be something that should be in a socialized sense. However, we should all contribute to it. We all should contribute to it. I understand the elderly and the children. I understand those. But if you're able to work and you're living on the system... I have a big problem with that. But the other side of that is you have no choice because all of our corporations have tucked tail and ran overseas. Why? 401Ks are killing them. Benefit packages are killing them. 
exorbitant salaries are killing them. As a business owner, I understand. Let me get the heck out of this country and go where labor is cheap. But when you do that and everybody runs, nobody works. That's why unemployment, you may see some slight fluctuations in it, but unemployment is is going to rise even more so. And the only reason you're seeing the fluctuations in it now is because people, you know, they, they don't get a check anymore. They've taken themselves out of the system, so they're not counted. But the numbers are way higher than we are, you know, seeing. So the thing is, it's simply this. If we don't all come together, and I'm not talking about kumbaya, holding hands and singing songs. That's not what I'm talking about. But if we don't come together from a financial aspect, we're all going to suffer. And when we all suffer, no one wins. We have to change our mentality, become proactive, stop buying. And I'm in the, I was in the car business for a long time. But listen, we are a wasteful country. Stop buying the big SUVs. You're hurting everyone when you do that. Buy a smaller vehicle. Start riding a bike. You got communities here in, in, in Florida who are talking about golf carts. They are petitioning the city council to have golf carts legalized for the streets because people cannot afford. They cannot afford the gas prices anymore, and we're not doing anything about it. We're sitting there letting it happen. So I'm I'm employing, I'm requesting, I'm suggesting that we all take a proactive stance. And those of you who may not know what I mean about a proactive stance, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's do some brainstorming together as a community and put some things in motion that's going to help us all in the end. Because right now, we're all suffering. Those gas prices are not just there for the poor. They're there for the wealthy. They may not feel it as soon as someone without money feels it, but believe me, they feel it in other ways because gas prices, higher gas prices, trickle down into higher food prices. Companies are cutting back on your packages. Your packages are smaller. Ingredients aren't the same. They're going with substandard ingredients. So you got a weaker product, a smaller product, higher gas prices, just because all of these things are happening around with your gross domestic product, nothing is happening with your salary. It's either going down, you're asked to do more work for the same amount of money, or you're asking to take a pay cut. And you can't afford it, but you can't afford not to have it. So remember, we're in this, all in this. All together. And unless we do something together, we're going to fall together. And I don't know about you, but I don't like falling. I do not like being down. I like doing things in a proactive way. That's why I come to you every Saturday, talking to you about things that matter most to your wallet. Um, I want you to be proactive in what you're doing, and I'm putting out a call. I'm putting out a call. We need to stand up. But see, we're not. We're not. We see it every day. I was just driving around, uh, had some things to do. I wasn't just driving around spending gas money. I was driving around, had some things to do. But I noticed people have money, and they're spending money. 
but I don't know if they're caring too much about their neighbors. Some people are benefiting from it. This week, we the space shuttle was supposed to have launched on yesterday in Florida, in Melbourne, out at Kennedy Space Center. They had some estimated 700,000 people there to see Endeavor's last flight. It's a beautiful thing if you ever go. Uh, I went to one, and that was my first and last one because it took me five hours to drive 19 miles leaving. It's kind of like one way in Melbourne and one way out of Melbourne. But the restaurant, the hotels, all those businesses there on the on the East Coast, they benefited greatly. 700,000. Some people actually flew in from Japan just to see Endeavor fly. The launch got scrubbed. It's predicted to go on Monday. Guess what? That's another round of money. That's a shot in the economic arm in Melbourne. It really is. It's good. But now, those same people are going to leave Melbourne. They're going to go home to their prospective places and then do what? We cannot cry about what's happening. We have to do something about what's happening. And I'm willing to take that stance, take that that route and stand up and do what needs to be done. I need your support. So I'm going to be putting together, I'm telling you all of this, because I'm going to be putting together some some radio campaigns, and I'd like to get with other radio show hosts about putting a message out. I think this message is not just for my audience. It's for everybody. And I could care less what party affiliation you have, what religion you walk, it doesn't matter. What matters is if we don't stand up and be proactive as a people together, we're going to fall. And no, I am not running for political office. I thought about it years ago, but I have no desire to be a politician. Because, honestly, uh, if I'm a politician, it's very hard to do what you feel is right when you're being swayed by millions of dollars and you can't get the support of your constituents as well as your fellow politicians. So I don't want the headache. I'm, I'm, I'm graying on my own. I don't need added stress to help me gray, not with something that I can't control. I can control my mouth. I can control this media and, and, and the direction that it goes. So I'm going to use this platform to do what I need to do. Listen, um, it's real. I enjoy talking with you, but we have to we have to stand up, and I need your support. Uh, I get a message on the chat line. Let's talk about helping our neighbors. What if I can help my neighbor? What if I can help my neighbor, and I need help later? Then what? What if you can help them? Help them. Here's the deal. I believe in the law of increasing returns. And the law of reciprocity, you give out good, you get back good. And you give out good from your heart, you'll get it back. Don't look for it back, but you'll get it back. I believe that the universe aligns itself, truly. And not just, this is what I believe, this is what I practice. I believe that the universe aligns itself with those people who have positive energy. And when you're putting out positive energy... You're going to get back positive energy. It's the, it's, the, it's the law of attraction. 
I'm not running around talking about some secret. No, we all have it buried deep within us. We know what's right. We know what's wrong. It's the law of attraction. You put out good, you get back good. So I'm I'm saying do what's right. Do what's right. If you have a chance to help someone, help them. Because I can promise you I've been helped. And I have helped. And I will continue to help. I believe in it. It's what I live by. It's what I stand by. So I am going to sign off because I know I've been promising you this guest. I want this guest on. This guest is going to be on. We have a whole show laid out for you. Um, We have some things laid out for you that we want you to participate in. But I promise you, I promise you, if you go by this, go by this rule, it's going to help you become a better person. Also, it's going to relieve a lot of your debt. And that's the the biggest killer that we're going to be talking about, debt. So, Stay tuned in the upcoming shows. I won't be here next week. I'll be out of town enjoying my mom. Um, those of you who have moms, love on them. Let them know that you care and you're there because no day is promised to any of us. So I'm going to be loving on my mom, and I want to give thanks to all the mothers that are there, that are out there and are listening. Love you, and I will see you and talk to you in two weeks. And I plan in two weeks we're going to do a 90-minute show, and I hope for it to be an explosive, impactful, and very informative show. Always bringing you the most real, relevant, and reliable information on the web and information that matter most to your wallet. The Legally Steal Show, I'm SC, and I'm out. I will talk to you in two weeks. Peace.